Welcome to the Sport Manitoba podcast, hosted by Nolan Cole. Welcome to episode 28 of the Sport Manitoba podcast. I am your host, Nolan Cole. I'm also the digital media specialist at Sport Manitoba. At Sport Manitoba, our goal is simple. We aim to ensure every Manitoban has access to the resources they need to achieve their full athletic potential. And we do this every day by developing the skill sets of Manitoba's athletes, coaches, volunteers, and officials. We're also the main funding agency for amateur sport in the province, with over 65 provincial sport organizations located inside our building here at 145 Pacific Avenue. All 27 of our previous episodes are available on all the podcast apps, including our most recent episode with judo legend Mo Oi. So make sure to give that a listen if you haven't already. Also want to emphasize that we followed all public health and physical distancing guidelines in producing this podcast episode. If you haven't visited the Sport Manitoba Clinic yet, it's located on the second floor of our building. Physiotherapy, massage therapy, x-ray, concussion care, and a golf medicine program are among the services we offer in the clinic. And for all you golfers out there, our golf program might be just what you need to take your game to the next level this summer. That's our focus of this episode, and I'll introduce you to my colleague who runs this program right after a quick word from our sponsors. Sport Manitoba and Doctors Manitoba joined forces in 2013 to launch Fit Kids Healthy Kids. Both partners saw the need to promote physical literacy as a means to combat health risks associated with a sedentary lifestyle such as type 2 diabetes and obesity. Doctors Manitoba has been generously supporting Fit Kids Healthy Kids financially since its inception. Learn more at fitkidshealthykids.ca. Playing multiple sports can make you a better athlete. Sport Manitoba's Play More, Be More campaign strives to raise awareness on the benefits for athletes who play multiple sports at a young age before specializing in one sport, including avoiding overuse injuries and burnout and keeping sport and physical activity fun. Learn more at sportmanitoba.ca. Every year, homeowners and contractors in Manitoba damage buried utility lines on their property or job sites, resulting in costly repairs, injuries, lawsuits, and tragically, even fatalities. Sadly, these accidents can easily be prevented with a free utility line location service. Click before you dig mb.com to have your underground lines marked so you can dig safely. This message is brought to you by Manitoba Hydro. Brian Buffy is one of two physical therapists in the Sport Manitoba Clinic. He's also a former member of the University of Manitoba Bison's men's golf team and has a Titleist Performance Institute certification, which enables him to run the golf medicine program at our clinic, a service that is available both in person and virtually. For an in-depth look at how exactly the program works, Brian joined the podcast to discuss how he assesses each individual golf swing, golf-specific exercises he recommends, and general advice for the average golfer. Here's our conversation. Thanks for doing this, Brian. First of all, uh, let's talk about your golf background. How'd you get into the sport? Well, I guess, uh, you know, like lots of us, my father introduced it to me when I was quite young and grew up in Selkirk. So the junior program there was, was pretty strong growing up. So I started probably when I was five, six years old in what they would call the Little Swingers program. And then uh, at 10 years old, you're allowed to... Um, you're allowed to get a membership at that point. So I, I got my first golfing membership when I was 10 years old, and I've I've been a member ever since. So it's 20, 26 years a member. So that's how I started. And to be honest, growing up, I wasn't very good at golf. Yeah, I wasn't. I've never played really any competitive golf or anything like that. And 
I had a, a really good friend of mine. He's actually a club professional now that I grew up with, and he was a good golfer. And you know, I golfed with him a lot, and I kind of started getting a little bit better. And he played a lot of competitive stuff, and I started getting a little bit better. And thought, hmm, I beat him every now and then. Maybe I should, you know, get into it a bit. So I didn't play in my first uh, my first real provincial tournament until I was 18 years old. So I played my first Manitoba Junior in my last year of eligibility as a as a junior. So kind of a late bloomer, which is a bit of a theme for me. Um, and then basically I started playing a little bit more competitively and I got into university and that same friend was playing on the U of M team at the time. And in, in that time, so that would have been in the early 2000s, the U of M team was actually made up of, you know, some, some players that were handpicked, but there was a qualifying tournament. So you could essentially, you could walk onto the team. It was a three-day tournament. And uh, my first year university, I tried out and didn't make it. And then the second year, I thought, I'll give it, I'll give it one more shot. And I actually, I qualified to finish third in the tournament. And that was the last year they ever had a qualifying tournament. <laughs> so I was uh, one of the last people to, to qualify for it. And I played four years at the, at the university there. And that kind of... That's really where I started playing more competitive golf. So I probably wasn't really into my 20s before I started playing competitively. Um, I played competitively until really until I got into my master's degree for physio. And uh, now I'm kind of just getting back into it a little bit more now. So through school and starting a career, didn't golf nearly as much as I used to. But the last couple of years, uh, starting to play a bit more. So you mentioned you're a bit of a late bloomer and you weren't that good when you started. But then you obviously went on to play at the university level. Was there something that changed along the way that you can pinpoint? That's a great question. Uh, confidence, probably, more than anything. I mean, just you start playing more competitive. It's just a different – playing competitive golf is just different than playing golf with your friends. It's almost a different sport, if I'm being honest. Right. And the only way to get better at it is to, to do it, right, and to get out there. So, you know, playing on a university team, you're playing in – you know, playing every, every weekend in the fall and, you know, September, October, and then, you know – playing summer tournaments competitively you just kind of you just kind of adapt and learn how to play that sort of golf so I think I mean I, I became a much better player playing in the university just being around good players playing competitive tournaments all the time I, that, that's really probably what changed for me more than anything mm. yeah. you mentioned such a big difference between like casual and for fun in university yeah. uh why is that just more serious or what is it I mean that the, the main thing is you got to sign your scorecard <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you're out there playing with your buddies and you know you you pop one or two out of bounds and you whatever you throw a ball down and you continue on i mean in a tournament there's no throwing a ball down you're you're up there until you get that thing in place so there's just it's always kind of on your mind when you're playing you always there's always just that added pressure you know three foot putt here and there doesn't mean much right but you got to finish them all out when you're when you're putting your name on the card so it's it's it really is hard to sort of explain to someone who who doesn't play competitive golf. You just you got a different feeling when you're out there for sure. And you grew up at the course in Selkirk, but it, would that be your favorite Manitoba course to play? Or is there another one that comes to mind? Oh, I mean, I'm I guess I'm a little biased. I got a special place in my heart for for Selkirk, but I, there's lots of courses. I mean, we got so many golf courses in Manitoba for you know how small of a you know population we have. The, the golf courses per capita is actually quite high. Um, Clear Lake is high up there for me. Really enjoy Clear Lake. Lots of those courses, uh, Pecla, Falcon, those would be in, in the top of my list for sure. 
And I imagine you got to travel around a bit as a bison, maybe to some other, uh, other provinces. Any uh, any courses come to mind outside of the Manitoba? So most of our most of our um, competitive season for U of M is actually down south. So just uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin. So played a lot of golf there. There would be one tournament a year we go out um, out west too. Uh, it would be in um, Victoria. And then every year there'd be a, like a national championship, which would be in would be in um, somewhere in Canada because it's, it's, it's in Canada you can't really have a, a season against Canadian teams. It's too much travel, right? And we have a short season, so most of our courses would most of our tournaments would be NCAA, you know, Division two, II, Division three tournaments. My favorite one to go to was always uh, Bemidji. Um, great little golf course. I went back after I was done to play a tournament there for years. It's one of my favorites for sure. All right. After that little intro, let's move on to the golf medicine program at the Sport Manitoba Clinic here in our building, 145 Pacific. Just to start off, maybe just give me a breakdown of what you do with uh, your clients' patients. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it kind of depends on really what that patient wants is, is the first thing, right? Are they, are they coming for performance? Are they coming because they're trying to do something in their golf swing that they're struggling physically with? Um, or do they have pain when they golf, right? That's uh, you know, two different, really different things there. And lots of people come just for longevity. They just want to, you know, it's a game you can play for, you know, most of your life and people want to play long. So, you know, what 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 can I do to sort of extend my golf life, I guess? It would be would be sort of the three boxes that I would kind of put people into. And so obviously assessment of the golf swing, one of the main things. How do you, what's the process for that? How do you go about that? I imagine it differs for everyone, right? For sure. So I, 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 I'm always careful about this. I'm not, I never tell people that I'm assessing their swing, right? Because I mean, that's, that's the golf professional's job, right? I'm, I'm more concerned about how they move, right? So I will watch them swing, but I'm not viewing it with this lens of, yeah, you know, you should be here and here, and this is why you're doing this, that sort of thing. The way that, the way that I look at it is, the reason why you're doing certain things might be because that's just the way that your body moves, right? So I know when I was growing up, you'd go for a lesson and oftentimes you do a video lesson where you put your, you know, your swing on video and you put it next to Tiger Woods or Adam Scott, right? And then you'd compare, you know, what their swing looks like to yours. And, you know, the theory of that is obviously you want to replicate what they can do, but, you know, our bodies just aren't the same, right? So really the, the whole... TBI thing that we'll, I guess we'll talk about later is really just being able to assess somebody physically to let us know like what's the best thing for your body or can we change your body to fit what you want to do in your golf swing. That That's really, I would say, the the main theory behind all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then golf specific exercises that yep. you'll take them through. What are, what are, what kinds of exercises are we talking about? Again, it, it's, it's completely, you know, patient dependent, right? I mean, to me, I think the most important thing after my session, I'm hoping, is people understand their bodies a little bit better, maybe understand their tendencies, maybe understand why they can and cannot do things that they want to do. And then based off of that, we basically have two options. We can do things to fix or help your body, right? So if you're struggling to to move a certain way, we'll address that. Or, you know, maybe you need to just change the way that you swing the club to fit your body. Now that's not my job. That is, that's definitely the club professional's job, but you know, in a perfect world, we would relay that information to someone you're getting lessons from, but not everybody gets lessons, right? So just a better understanding of 
okay, maybe that makes sense why I really struggle to do this sort of thing in my golf swing, right? So again, there's, it just depends on the person, right? It's, you know, a lot of it is mobility, right? But as we get older, you know, we have different conditions, arthritic conditions, things like that. Some things just might not be possible. It's good to know that and good to understand that. Are these kind of exercises that people can do on their own then too? Is that what you're getting Absolutely, at? Absolutely, yeah. for sure. I mean, by the end of it, usually what I what I do is, you know, after we've assessed things and kind of, you know, pinpointed maybe what, you know, you would benefit from, you know, I usually I'll put together a bit of a program for them. You know, let's start with this. Let's work through this sort of stuff. And then see how that goes for a few weeks and then check back in and reassess. Is it moving better? How's that? And then just kind of progress from there. But again, it's individualized, absolutely. Everyone, you know, most people need different things depending on, you know, their own body. And uh, you mentioned the TBI, or t- TPI, yes. Titleist Performance, yes, yes, yes. Titleist Performance uh, Institute certification. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Because I know you have it. Yeah, so it was, um, so Titleist is a, is a golf company. And I mean, I guess they've, they've sponsored it, but it, it was founded by, uh, by a club pro and actually a, um, a chiropractor. And uh, the chiropractor's name is Greg Rose. And he basically, what he developed was a, uh, basically a movement screen. And the, the way the story goes is he was, basically had this Dave Phillips come in and, and Greg told him, listen, let me put your golfer through this screen and I'll tell you exactly what he does in his, in his golf swing. So he got him to do all these movements and he said, okay, this is what his swing probably looks like without ever seeing him hit a golf ball. And then Phillips said, you're exactly right. That's why, like, how would you do that? And I guess, again, the idea is that we tend to move in ways that our body will allow us to do. So TPI's big thing is there's no one way to swing a golf club, but there is one good way to swing a golf club for each person. And it's based on what you can physically do. So we can physically change what you can do, or we can adjust the golf swing to what you can do. And that's really the whole sort of meat and potatoes about what TPI is about. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're doing in the clinic there exactly. with the program. Exactly. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And I also read some of these techniques are used by the pros too. Is that right? Like oh yeah, for sure. Like, t- I mean, Titleist, right? They got yep. all their staff members. So they're, they're all affiliated, right? And they have, uh, their headquarters are down in, um, I think it's Oceanside, California. They got state-of-the-art everything down there so they got guys down there doing fitness stuff doing rehab stuff doing performance enhancement stuff equipment testing you name it they do it all down there so there's quite a few pros that are on you know on staff there that uh, that work closely with with those guys and some guys just have tpi guys on on staff for them just traveling with them so it's uh pretty big definitely in the pros for sure Brian Buffy is our guest on the Sport Manitoba podcast. More golf medicine talk after a quick break. Millions of teeth are lost or traumatized annually during sporting activities. Custom mouth guards are recommended by the Manitoba Dental Association as the best way to protect the teeth and prevent injuries to the soft tissue of the mouth as well as the head, jaw, and back. Visit your local dental office to learn more or get fitted for your custom mouth guard. Talk to your dentist. Good for you, good for life. The world of work is changing faster than ever and companies are racing to adapt to the new normal. With the rise in remote workers across all sectors, there is a greater need for better collaboration tools, access to information, and improved security. At every turn, Konica Minolta is helping businesses reshape the workplace with artificial intelligence, cloud, and mobility solutions. To learn more about digital transformation and ways to future-proof your workplace, go to konicaminolta.ca business. 
The Sport Manitoba Clinic now offers virtual appointments. Our virtual services are designed to provide the exact same service at a distance using video technology. To learn more and book an appointment, visit sportmanitoba.ca. Are there common tendencies or deficiencies that you see in some of your patients, like kind of things that you notice consistently? Yeah, I mean, golf's a, golf's a rotational yeah. game, right? So if we think about the joints that need to rotate, you know, we're looking at the neck and the spine, right? So definitely we see issues in the spine. We see some mobility stuff sort of in the mid-spine. The hips also quite important. So not only mobility issues, but some strength and stability issues, you know, in the lower body would be common areas that we would see um, from an injury perspective. I mean, backs typically, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the back when you're swinging a golf club. And then after that, you'd see like wrist and elbow stuff, just impact injuries, things yeah. like that. So th- those would be the common areas that I'm, I'm going to see in, in this clientele for sure. I was also just going to ask you about body types. So in your experience, like, you know, is there one body type that has a more seamless golf swing or taller people you deal with, taller golfers versus shorter golfers, anything like that? No, I, I don't think so. I, I think... I, I think we there's people out there just genetically are that are a little bit more gifted than others. I'm not one of those tiger people. Woods. Yeah, tiger. <laughs> I mean the 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 TPI the the screen that they do, which is basically it's basically like a fundamental movement screen is all it is. And when I was doing the training, they actually showed some video of like some of the tour guys doing the screen. And like these guys are they're freak athletes. Like they showed Dustin Johnson doing some stuff, and I just it's mind boggling what the way that he can move his body. Right. It's, you know, it's just like you watch a gymnast do these things and you think to yourself, how on earth can someone do that? Right. And it's like, well, it's probably why they're doing what they're doing is because they're kind of built that way. Right. So don't get me wrong. We can, we can affect it. We can improve, but I think some of us are, uh, a little more gifted than others. Let's just put it that way. I, I guess given your golf background, you know, maybe easier to relate to your patients given that, you know, you might have dealt with some of these yourself. These I, I, I think so. I, I think, you know, I can, you know, golfers have their own little lingo, so to speak. You know, we kind of speak the same language. And I think that that helps. I think, um, you know, working with, you know, working with club professionals and being able to speak, sort of speak their language and sort of relay information, I think also helps. But, uh, I mean, more than anything, I just love golf mm-hmm. and golfers love golf. So <laughs> it's pretty easy to talk to a golfer because everyone just wants to talk about golf. Right. So yeah. I, it definitely, it's, um, it's not very hard work for me to, to work with a golfer. That's for sure. That's fair. Yeah. Aside from the program and given that you did play competitively at the university level, <laughs> any uh, just general advice for people out there who want to get better? <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> get assessed, I think, for, for one. Yeah. Um, if, you, if, you, if you really want to get better, I mean, you, you got to play, first of all. And uh, you, you need, if, you, if you're lost, you need instruction. So, I mean, I would strongly encourage someone to go for a lesson um, and, and then, you know, ideally going for a lesson, trying to work on something, get assessed and see, okay, what does my body need to do to actually accomplish that? And I think a lot of the the newer age golf pros are better at that. They have a bit of a better understanding of sort of those mechanics and how the body should work, but it's what we do for a living, right? So (laughs) I think doing, I think doing both is sort of your best, your best path to improvement. 
golf really exploded last year with with the pandemic obviously as you know uh expect that to continue with all the restrictions in place this year well all so far things yeah. are pointing that way i uh i'm actually i'm a board member at the at the golf course in selkirk and you the tea times are they they go in advance i think 10 days in advance and it's like 8 p.m the 10th day before and if you want a tea time you got about probably 10 minutes to get one from from 8 till 8.10, the tea time's from, I think they're starting at 7 in the morning, 7 till 2 o'clock, completely gone. Yeah, so I, I think this year, I, I think for years to come, I think the, the golf industry will be pretty healthy, I would have to imagine. Yeah. Uh, and program available both in person and virtually, is that right? For sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always better in person, right? You can see things, but this is something that easily we could assess virtually if, if if the patient or client feels more comfortable doing that um really don't need a ton of hands-on to to get a sense for how you're moving and what you can and cannot do at least even just for a start so um by all means both both ways work last question maybe the most important how do people get in touch with you if they're interested you can call the clinic that's uh, yeah. the easiest way uh 204-925-5944 um we also do online booking now okay so you can go to the website uh Sword manitoba clinic believe it's under the sport manitoba services services yeah, yes it's on there and you can book in actually directly with me or any therapist in the, in the clinic also my email is on my uh, profile as well so if you just want some more information just send me an email and we can correspond that way as well anything else you want to add no i think that's good hopefully it's a good season and uh, get out there and play a lot of golf thanks for doing this brian awesome thanks Nolan. thanks again to brian buffy for coming on to talk about the golf medicine program at the sport manitoba clinic if you're a golfer, get in touch with him. Once again, it's brian.buffy at sportmanitoba.ca or call the clinic at 204-925-5944. Might help you knock off a few strokes on that scorecard this golf season. If you like this episode of the Sport Manitoba podcast, give us a rating and a review or subscribe to our podcast. Each episode is available anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on social media, at Sport Manitoba on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you know of an athlete, coach, or somebody else involved in sport who you think would make for a good guest on our podcast, you can email me at podcast at sportmanitoba.ca. Keep an eye out for our next episode later this spring. Until then, I'm Nolan Cole. Thanks for listening to the Sport Manitoba podcast.